Saddest Mexican Podcast. Left goes on the left, right goes on the right. Come on, fella. It is un pinche profesor, profe. Aliviánate. Ladies and gentlemen, with the blast from the past today, with the homie, el profe Christian Moreno. Hello, hello. As I have my coffee, because it's early. Is it? It's not that early, bro. It's already. Dude, I, already I already had a beer this morning. I told you. I've already had two, two, two meetings, perdón. Es madre, bro. You're a hustler, bro. Oh, I fucking smell. I even did the Peloton already. Oh. There you go, bro. Since we're, since uh, we're not doing bike rides on Sundays for a while because of baseball. Oh, it's over now. We're back. We're back, dog. Baseball's done. Fuck parties. No cierto. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Emo Brown Podcast. Another episode brought to you by the wonderful people of Grasshopper. Medicinal, recreational, whatever you need, they've got the weed. ¿Qué onda, bro? Are you a pothead yet or not yet? No, no. For tournaments, for golf tournaments, for all your needs. Is that is that is that the only time you've done it now? We talked. So we were at the at the event. Go ahead. Uh, this weekend, and we did that little pop up, which is awesome. Yes, dude. I felt like a salesperson. I was like wait, waiting for my approval from Caesar. Pero no vendiste nada, güey. I did, and oh, I got somebody to join the Patreon. Oh, so you did? I did. Did she yeah. join? I hope so. Ah, I even gosh. had my charger with me and the dude's like, oh, I don't have a, my phone's not charged. So I got hey, you, bro. I got you, buddy. I got you, buddy. <laughs> you he, bought a, he bought a sweater and then he bought a shirt and I sold them on the, and he worked for, the homie worked for a Qualcomm. I was like, hey, bro, oh. bring into the circle. You can help out. You could be a nice mentor. He's like, yeah, I love that. That's awesome. It was a great event. Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you didn't hear, I'm here with Profe. This is, Profe's been here a few times. Sometimes he has to go to the bathroom way too many times. I almost feel like you have a condition, bro. Porque fuiste la última vez como cuatro veces a mierda. Bro, I'm going to be 39. I'm 42. Yeah, I pee yeah, like man. twice a day. In the morning when I wake up and at night before I go to sleep, dude. That's a wrap. Pero no hay pedo. We're not here to discuss your bladder and or whatever. My, my bladder <laughs> issue. It's just nice to see you. And I wanted to touch base with you again because, one, you're in a profession that right now is getting bombarded left to right. You know, abrela, abrela, no pasa nada, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this episode is also brought to you by Three Punk Ales and the wonderful beer, Golsh. That's a great beer, bro. Look at that. Is that is that supposed to be chicle on the cover? Did you see my, my Photoshop that I, my- Did you put chicle on there? Yeah, <laughs> that already looks like chicle, except for the athleticism part. It's a beer we made with uh, the compitas from the Unnamed Soccer Podcast, you know, Darren Smith and um, El Compita, why am I drawing a blank right now? Jordan, oh, fuck, I don't know why I draw a blank, Jordan Carruth. They operate a, a podcast called uh, The Unnamed Soccer Podcast. Sell a refund, dude, for all things soccer, that's where I go to. You should do the same too. Profe, you're in here. Time to relax. Time to tell me what's been going on at school for the last three months. How long have you guys been back in session before break? 10 weeks. 10 weeks. So yeah, so we, we were one of the first ones from the state. And what school back. are you at? I'm at Eastlake Middle School. So you deal with what grades? Seventh grade. Seventh, just strictly seventh just grade. Just seventh, yeah. I'm all lucky right. enough to only teach one grade, yeah. All right, all right, all right. And how's it been for the last 10 weeks, bro? It's been hard. And it's also been fun. Like, I like having the kids back on campus. Mm. I feel like I get my energy from them. And I, I'm normally a high energy, but I get it more from this them. This energy code for drugs. You no, get your energy uh, from the kids. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, it's like, they're so awesome. They're so great. And- it's just been a whole, it's been different. Like a lot of my students have not been on campus 
since fifth grade. And that's a, that's a crazy way to put it. And that's a crazy way to look at it. You know, and my, and my middle kid, bro, Jackson left kindergarten, came home, went back to second grade. I don't think you put, can put things into perspective as clear as that. Yeah, that dude went into second grade. Like, I don't know. Like, what am I supposed to know? And the teachers, you know, we we're, we're on the tail end of all, I think we're done. Actually, we're done with all the parent teacher conference right, as yeah. of last Friday. And, um, you know, we, we got the assessments and all, all in all, the kids are doing good. And, and, and there was no groundbreaking news on anything for the kids that they told us like, yeah, we knew that. Oh yeah. We knew that. I said, Oh, especially with this guy, dude, he missed first grade. Right. You know, he missed all of first grade. I, and for me, I feel like elementary school, it's important, but I feel like those early years, like the first and second grade, those are like the, the fundamental building blocks of education. Right. Yeah. And, and then you get to seventh grade and then like you said, you know, you skipped it's pretty much you had two years being at home. Yeah. No guidance. Nada. And as much as you as a parent can guide, it's not the same as your teacher being mm. able to set routines. It's you're like, better than us at, at raising our children is what you're telling me. No, for, for everybody out there. I was, <laughs> I was teaching my own, I was teaching my students and my wife was the one handling all that stuff, you know? And that's, and that's challenging because you don't know what routines are. Like it's, it's somebody holding you accountable. It's that structure. Not, it's structure. Exactly what it is. And then having kids in seventh grade, they haven't been in, in class since fifth grade. So all of the norms that you learn from fifth and sixth grade of how to be, you know, a student, what to do, they, they're coming to campus and it's just like all hell breaks loose. Wow. Like, oh, I'm now away from the from like from like the eyes of my parents and now I can I feel like I can do things. You know what I mean? I feel you. Oh, they've been at home, bro. Okay, so is that is that an issue? Are they being yes. outlandish right now? They're being yes. Nathan. Yes. So are you are you on TikTok? No, fool, I'm forty two. Exactly. Not me either. But apparently that's the new way that all of these uh, all these young people are so old, huh? Young people are getting all hello, these new, fellow young people. <laughs> uh, it, they're getting all these new trends and pranks and stuff. Okay, oh, shit. Remember, chicle me dijo, bro. He was, told me well, we, we were texting last night. Uh-huh. We we're chatting about it last night. I, I I sent him a screenshot of an email that I got from school, and that's all the challenge. Remember Vine? Remember Vine was like around for like I think so. Yeah, you know, it was like like, it was like, like a five it, second. It's video. actually didn't it turn into the reels on Instagram? Something Isn't like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they there was like a five second video. Here at Emo Brown, we are on top of all modern technologies and all the trends available to you. Look for, <laughs> look for our Tumblr, uh, Grasshopper. So so they now there's like these specific pranks and they involve stealing things Wait, from, from, from chicle, bro. campus. Bro. So I have to watch. I really have to watch. Who's, who's running this on, on, on it's, TikTok? It's just those influencers, man. Yeah? Like, Do yeah. they get in trouble? They're trying to ban them now. Because Chicle was telling me that some of the students are wilding now, bro. They're going into the bathrooms and ripping off like That's the exactly. towel dispensers, exactly. the hand dryers. They're going and like taking like uh, fire extinguishers. They're breaking shit, bro. Taking doors off of hinges. Pinches animalitos, well, what's going on? It's it's so that's you, happening in East yeah. Lake as well. Oh yeah, Any, okay, everywhere, all schools. Sweetwater High School, I've heard who have friends there. I'm on the. I remember when uh, the mayor was here. I was talking about the the, the National City Group. So, it's in there too. Bro, we've had mayors. You have to you have to distinguish. Oh, Por favor, the, the, oh, distinguir cuál the, the mayor of National ah, okay. City. Yeah, yes, yes. And then we're talking about how even even people have been posting like what's going on. There's food fights. It's happening. And, and gremlins, these little kids turned into gremlins in the but, time they've been gone. Yeah, it's because they haven't had that social, the, the norms of what it is to be a, 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 a student. Bro, like, les dieron total freedom at home and now you're trying to put them in a little box and exactly. like, fuck no dog, exactly. puro anarchy, puro total chaos. Exactly, so I think that's what's happening. We're seeing that, so. What's the worst uh, uh, example of that that you've seen at East Lake Middle School? Fights. There's Are there more there fights? Fights, I mean, we, we have a park close by 
And do they find it at the parks? Well, so the first, <laughs> the very first day we had orientation. You know, I went to go help my my homie. Yeah, Derek, remember Derek, who, who went riding with us one one time. We I went, and then I hear that there's like a fight going on. I was like, so there there go our our admin team going to the park with bro. The, we went to Sweetwater. I know. So where did you guys fight? What park did you guys fight in? Should we just fight right there in the hallway? Oh, Crystal, my wifey went to Hilltop. She said that I went to Hilltop Park. I went to Bonita. We ran across the street to like the round table area or all the way down to Discovery Park and fought there. From Pedote, dog. So kids are still good. That's still oh, yeah. a thing. They go to a park and they get down. Or come and they scrap or they catch that fade. Am I, am I, am I, am I, am I doing it, it right? Is it throw bodies? Is that the throw thing? Throw bodies? No, come on. Tirarte un scam. No, no, that's algo más. That's algo más. It was like 90s lingo. Um, but, but yeah, but that's still happening. And, you know, trying to, trying to get these kids to be civil. That's hard, man. Like, like you said, giving them all this leeway and then try to pull back on that leash is, it's, it's hard. Bro, it's only been 10 weeks that they've been back. I am exhausted. Yeah. I'm exhausted. I applaud you and all, all of your fellow uh, educators. Yeah, uh, one, yeah. you're underpaid. Two, you're overworked. Three, I don't know what the hell, bro. How would you, why would you, would how you can you? That's why I tell my student teacher right now, yeah. like, you sure you want to do this, bro? Like, yeah. this, is, this, is, this is a hard profession. But- yeah, because how many people report to you? I know you took some, you, 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 you shed some of the responsibilities. I did. Yeah. So I used to be part of like the, the bilingual department. I was a, not the chair, but I was in charge of like the communication between uh, faculty and the administration. I'm in charge of the seventh grade history department. I am in charge of, I used to have student teachers. So they uh-huh. come to me. That's like a district thing. Bilingual teachers from all the district come to me, new teachers, but you're pretty much a big deal. As it relates no, to education. No, I don't and, think so. But, but I mean, the resume would say otherwise. I mean, you you, you, you have trying, your fingers in a lot of I'm, pots, bro. Yeah, I, li- I, like to be, I like to be informed. Mm-hmm. I like to be involved in decisions that are going to help. You know, like if people will say like, whoa, why don't you change this? Oh, this part sucks. Well, like I say, get involved. Yeah. Go do it. Go do something about it. Don't Go talk about it. Be about yeah, it. Yeah, so, so that's, you know, that's, that's what I feel like doing. I feel like I need to have this. If I want to have, if I have complaints, I should do something about to get that fixed. Right. Nice. The, the downside is- I have a lot on my plate. You know? I was going to say, how much more room do you have on that plate? Because look, you have two little kids. You have a, a beautiful wife, a beautiful relationship. You maintain a household. Both of you maintain that household. And you're raising other people's kids Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah. roughly. Coaching Little League now. Again. I, I, them, I, know, bro. Bro. I, I dropped the ball in there. I was telling my wife, it's like, yeah, I got to get them ready for fall ball. And then I looked at the schedule. I was like, oh, shit, fall ball already started. Because I thought fall ball was going to start in September. Yeah. And then I talked to Maddie. He's like, bro, it started like in July. Like at the end of July, early August is when the res- yeah, res- yeah, yeah. registration. I was like, well, maybe next year. Yeah, then. And, and the, the boys love it, and that's why I don't mind doing it. But it's been it's been nuts. Like yeah. both of them are involved, and I thought for sure the little one was not going to do it. And he's like, yeah, I want to do it. I was like, All right. well, you only post pictures of the old one, bro. You no, don't get the little one. Samuel, you never post any pictures of him, bro. He's like laying on the grass, <laughs> contando <laughs> los pinches butterflies in the outfield. He, he has. I have seen like the biggest growth in him. Good. He's like awesome. I love that look. Do your, do your kids recognize that you're a lot busier now with school being in session and with all these extracurriculars around school? Well, did, and did that force your hand to be more proactive in joining Little League with them? No, because I've actually had to leave earlier. I have a lot more stuff on my plate and I've had, and I've had to limit my time because I would leave like at five or close to five o'clock every day. And then now I leave at 4.15. And that's a wrap. And that's a wrap. And so I have to be efficient with my time, no matter what. Like when I'm when I'm in my prep and I'm doing my planning, I need to be efficient because if I don't, I need to work from home. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that takes away that takes time from 
from from our time, the wife and I's time. So we are, I need to be efficient in what I work. So when I'm saying I'm- Being working, an educator is a lot of time management. It is. Being an educator is a lot of delegation too. I mean, you, you like you said, you have your student and teacher. So mm-hmm. you, no mamas, bro, that's a lot. And then we have you as a secretary in the Emo Brown Foundation, bro. I mean, you- Every, every Sunday we- But you know what? We only surround ourselves with people who are busy. You know, we have that running joke, oh, well, I have three full-time jobs. And I, we, we have that running joke, but there's a- some truth to that. There's a hint of truth to that, bro. I mean, obviously, three full-time jobs, it's a little bit of a hyperbole. We're, we're exaggerating the truth, stretching it, but we're busy as shit. Yeah. Throw in the children, we're super busy. Yeah, and and, and I've talked to other people who are who are not as busy as mm. me, and I'll ask them, like, what do you do? And they're like, I'm all about time management. Mm. At this time, I clock out and I go, but that doesn't mean that I don't care about teaching or answering emails, because, dude, you know, if you answered emails and that's all you did, you would be- that, Without that, time management, there is no end to the day, bro. It, right. it, it just continues to to overtake everything. Right. I'm right. just learning how to fucking do that. Like I told you right now, I'm running for my second meeting. I was like, oh shit, I gotta go, gotta go. But it's like, I gotta get it done now. So, cause we're, we're gonna finally go on vacation. We'll get into that. Cause I wanna, I wanna hear about your vacation, but we're finally like going on on a quick little trip. And um, today and tomorrow, essentially Monday and Tuesday, we'll, we'll be- running around, tying up all loose ends to get that shit done. Yeah. You know, so I can only imagine that's every day for you. Yeah. And that, you know what? I'm lucky that, you know, you know how it is with being, being married and you can't do everything by yourself at, it's really a, a, a team effort. And I'm lucky that my wife is, is, is that person. She is, she is the core of this. She has been planning everything. And you know, when I'm working on, uh, on, on work stuff, I'm like laser focused on work stuff. Yeah. And then now that I'm finally done ish, now it's time to uh, focus on our vacation, you know? Bro, so you finally going on vacation. I am. Finally. Where are you guys going? We're going to Hawaii. Oofa, oofa, Hawaii. What's, I, what's the, uh, the, the, the situation with the, the vaccinations and the run? What do you guys got to do to go on vacation out we, of like San Diego by the, plane? The boys had to have their test. 72 hours before, and then the wife and I, as long as we show our vaccine card, we're good. So we, we, we have to upload that. But it was still touch and go because we thought we might end up close, uh, and canceling it or postponing because they had major issues with uh, hospital uh, capacity when they were in, in Hawaii right now. Really? Yeah, so I was like, do we want to go? And like, forget the fact that, forget about COVID. Like if we get sick, I mean, we're vaccinated. We're, gonna, we're probably gonna be okay. But what if something else happens? You know, what if somebody gets hurt? What if? They're not going to have capacity to hold, you know, what if Abraham you know, breaks his arm or- Are you putting if, that into the atmosphere? I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like what <laughs> no, if, what if something happens, especially because we're going we're to- We're parent to little boys and little boys get into a lot oh, of shit, yeah. bro. Into a lot of shit. So I think that's, that was a worry. You know what I mean? So we ended up getting a car. So, we, so cars have been an issue. Like getting a rental car, there's like, there, there's a shortage. People are renting- uh, the, the Home Horses. Depot cars. Oh, better than. <laughs> oh, no, the Home Depot cars, bro. And using that as 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 rental cars because there's not enough. What are you guys going to do? Well, we, we we got lucky and we got ours early. El so we're good. Leave it to the educator, hey. Mr. Time Management. So, so we got it done early, so so we're good. So right now, before I came over here, I was packing. I told you I was having a beer like eight in the morning because I was like, I'm going to have... I'm gonna, You're I'm on sorry, vacation, bro. I, I mean, am. no, I time frame ahorita. Time does not exist. No me you, you, is what you're telling me. Para nada, jamás. Um, you're leaving tomorrow, Tuesday at five in the morning, bro. That's right. That's what right. time do you guys got to get out of the the house to get to the airport? Uh, probably like 
four, four thirty. You guys got the ride situated. My my mother in law is awesome, and she's gonna drop us off. And, and for, the, get, for those of you guys listening that don't have kids, it's otro pelo, bro. You can't it, it, going feeds. on a trip. Like it's it's not a quick and easy. Like hey, vamanos. Like when you were younger, like you guys are not married or whatever. It has planning, and so much more goes into it, bro. But I'm 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 jealous, bro. Our trip, we were gonna go on a Disney cruise. The whole family, my parents. My sister, my brother, my new nephew, myself, wifey, and our three kids, we were planning on going on the Disney cruise. It's going to be a nice little adventure, bro. You know, head on down the pinchy por baja, dog, and just we're excited. It had already been postponed twice. So it had been pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. Ultimately, this one got pushed back. And I, I told them, I said, hey, my vacation, I can't keep pushing it back. I got to take it, you know, and my sister and her, and her husband were the same way. So we just said, all right, fuck it. Let's cancel it. We'll plan that again at a different time. What are we going to do in the meantime? So even for us, because we're going to be leaving on Wednesday, for us, we're just going to go to the Great Wolf Lodge. We're going to say like three nights at the Great Wolf Lodge, you know, go swimming with the kids, go down the thing, you know, scare the shit out of them, be high on my mind on gummies, whatever, you know, for three nights, eating, uh, swimming, doing doing things that are fun, you know, and then, then going to Palm Springs and, and I'm going to do some golfing and hanging out and that. So, I mean, we just had to get away. It's been I've been nonstop, man. I mean, UPS has not stopped functioning. Right. If anything, it's increased. So there's something called peak season at, at UPS that starts like at the end of November. At the end of November, eh, that's when it picks up. But like usually by the end of October, shit's already starting to come right, in. So it's right, like, right. I had to take vacation before that. Because once that happens, bro, the you're only way there. you're allowed to take time off is if you get your wifey pregnant. So I've taken I've taken paternity leave during UPS fucking peak season. And people are like, oh, ay, que casualidad. I said, bro, it happens. What's up? I ain't coming. Because, bro, that's when that's when the time frame at UPS goes from like, you're working at 11.30 p.m. to like 11 a.m., dog. You're working that long ass shift. And it's like, nail, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. So so for us, we're going to Great Wolf, Great Wolf Lodge 2, not till like October. In October? So, yeah. So like October. The November. kids like that? I hope so. For, first time. First time going. Arre, yeah, because we were supposed to go. So- because of baseball, we got to meet like really awesome people and they, we all got to know each other. We've hung out outside of baseball and then they were going to go to Hawaii. So we said like, let's piggyback. Let's go. Let's, 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 go. Go. Yeah, like, <laughs> let's go. And because they, they have two boys, huh? we have two boys. Mm-hmm. They're the same age. They all get along. Yeah. We've hung out. We had like, you know, like- You guys sharing a room or something? was crazy. No, 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 this one. No. <laughs> uh, that was not a key, no, key party vacation. Key party. Nobody's dropping any keys in <laughs> And then, so they're going to go. Uh-huh. And then we tell my coworker, hey, like, we're going to go. What do you guys think? And she's like, oh, maybe, maybe my husband and I can, and our daughter can go too. So they were supposed to meet us too. But hey, teachers know how to party, huh? As soon hey. as, as soon as like the bell rings, like, ah, uh, Mr. Belding styles, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but we were supposed to go. So I think that's going to be fun. The fact that we have two kids, they have two kids, they get along. Where are you going? Well. Uh, Oahu. Oahu. Yeah, so nice. we're staying at the at the Disney Resort in Oahu. Oh shit! That's, um, that's the hat that I'm wearing today. I read about that. Wifey sent me. So wifey and I communicate ideas through Instagram stories or through Instagram DM, and uh, she showed me a, a a little printout of the Disneyland Resort over there. Bro, I heard it's amazing over there. It's it's all not all inclusive, but everything is there. Like uh-huh. you do everything there. They have stuff already there. It's like it's, a part of a Oahu Island dedicated strictly yeah, for Disney. Yeah, they have like Wait, their own little miss. like. You can go and do your 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 snorkeling right there. Go you ahead. It all off. Are you gonna surf? Okay, confession. God, okay, here we go. I don't know how to swim. 
Oh, that's not a confession. That's right. You knew. I knew that. I knew you didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told us because I think we we've talked about doing like triathlons. Like, hey, I just can't swim. I can't swim. Pinche paisa liviana te bro. Quítate las botas. That's what the boys are doing. So boys are doing baseball and swim, bro. So breaking news. Contrary to popular belief, Mexican kids do know how to swim. Do know how to swim. Aquatots. Profe doesn't know how to swim. El compita Caesar. He's buoyant, but I don't know if that motherfucker can swim. So we go. Oh, and I just got a middle finger from the corner salesman of the world. Can you swim? Me? No, him. I don't know. Can you swim? Fucking Michael You felt a Michael who? Oh, Michael Phelps. Se la rifa. Arre. Hey, uh, world-renowned pothead. Further proof, only champion smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hell yeah, bro. Why don't you, uh, you know... You're from you're from Chula Vista. You're from the South Bay. I'm a national city. Yeah. You're from the South Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a little program in the South Bay called Fourth Grade Swim. You know, and they oh. hold it every year for fourth graders at Loma Verde. So you want me to go? I mean, should we follow my 40, 40 year old swim? Is what you're gonna go to? Yeah, bitch, don't look at me like you need me to go. I know how to swim. No, I'm every my ninety four year old grandma knows how to swim, bro. This, this, Everybody this, that I know except for you knows how to swim. <laughs> so I feel like don't don't look for like comfort and, and, and strength in numbers. You're the only motherfucker I know that doesn't know to swim. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of things, but right now, swimming. I'm going to eat my little floaties, little, little. But you're going to an island. But I'm going to just hang out by the beach and like, dude, I'm I'm six feet one. So Are you really? I am. Damn, that's a Mexican six foot one, bro. (laughs) Six one. Yeah, all right. Kilometros, okay. (laughs) The metric system. I can go into the water deep enough. I'm good. Yeah. You've never wanted to learn how to swim? No. You've never, never been something no. like- Like we didn't- Hey, we live in San Diego. No, you know, okay. a place where people like to vacation. Uh, it'd probably be who of me if I learned how to fucking swim. No. Nada. No, we're- Do they have adult floaties? I sh- I'm going to find out. And instead of like SpongeBob characters or Disney characters, maybe it's like imprints of like the Wall Street Journal or like, I don't know. <laughs> or fucking New, Spotify, New you know? Times, please, New York please. Times, like Capinchi, the Washington, Washington Post. Oh. <laughs> True or false? I'm a, I'm subscribed to the Washington Post. <laughs> yeah, yeah you are. I am, dude. I, I, in the last six months, I have like four fucking subscriptions. Obviously, they're all digital, but yeah, yeah, but still. But I me la paso en el baño. Ooh, qué pasó aquí? Ah, cabrón. Eh. Let's not detract from the. You don't know how to swim, fool. Fuck. I'm very proud of you though for the Washington Post. It's Why? Good. Bitch, I'm not here to impress you. What? I'm gonna, what? I'm gonna, are you here to help me? Are I'm you? Are you, to, <laughs> are you here to guide me? Extend a hand and lead me to the the promised land. You know how you know how I react to that shit. <laughs> you need to learn how to swim, fool. You have two little kids. Okay, I'm gonna. Learn. I mean, I get it. You don't know how to play baseball, and the kids are learning oh, to play baseball. But true. I feel, I feel like not learning how to swim and the kids knowing how to swim is otro pedo. So two goals. Go ahead. Swimming mm. and golfing. Let's learn to crawl before you walk, which ultimately leads to running, which leads to golfing. Golfing and swimming, no, papa. But Those still, are two different completely I know, things. But still, goals though. I feel like. You got to learn how to swim to even consider yourself any sort of athlete in any fucking spectrum of, of sports. Aliviánate, bro. I'm not here to ridicule you, but, but I'm here to but I'm here to tell you a little bit that, bro, you're fucking 38? Yes. 38? Yes. Okay, 38. Yeah, tienes que saber como nada, pop. I'm going to try. No, fuck trying, dog. Just jump in. And then I think, that's how mo- I think that's how most of us learned. Like, how did you teach your kids how to swim? Do they know how to swim? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're pretty. So, good. how did they learn how to swim? They went to school. Now we does. Saddest moment of my Monday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> El profe can't swim. <laughs> let's bring that back. Saddest moment of the week. Oh, there you go. God. That one is that one right there. Ah, so you're going to a key party vacation in Hawaii in Oahu on an island. So you're going to fly over an ocean. I am. 
But six, you don't know how to swim. No, six hour flight. Hell yeah. Yeah. So Gummies? Are you going to pop a gummy? No. Why not? I don't have any. You want some? You pop a gummy. That's a six hour flight. But I have children. Have the kids flown before? Yes. Okay. Yeah, how, yeah. how are they? They're pretty good. Okay. Yeah. We load them up on a whole bunch of things to do. Go ahead. So they have like all these like toys and they have all of these like uh, coloring stuff. They like to read. So we're good. We're good on that aspect. Now it hasn't been this long though. We went to Seattle. It was like maybe like two, like, hours, two, two hours. Two hours. Yeah. So this is three times that. So shit, bro. Yeah. I'm okay though. I'm confident because they're pretty good. We've they're never good. taken our kids and that's the one like hold back. Cause we've talked about maybe go to Hawaii, but after all this shit is done, it's like, Oh, I'm scared. I'm scared. I was watching a, a report on the news uh, and reading one actually how uh, airline and, and, and just flights in general, how they have increased in, in, in violent acts, bro. And people are just a little less tolerant and motherfuckers is like, they have like a short fuse. Fucking people, passengers are getting duct taped to the chairs and I, shit, bro. I, I would say this. It's understandable. Like yeah. everything is all It's like, understandable to wild out? No, not the wild out, but like they have like these feelings of like anxiety. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've gotten a lot more students with that as part of like their learning plan that they have like anxiety or it, everything has been enhanced. You know what I mean? They've been at home. There's nobody to provide them support. I've, now, I've learned that. I've learned that and through- and now, and now they're coming coming to school with all of these maybe issues that were underlining. Like, underlining, yeah. And now they're and now like now full they're like, fucking they're sprouted. Full yeah. And I think that's 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 one of the issues that I've seen is, you know, kid not able to socialize or finally socializing for the very first time after two years. You know what I mean? Uh, only dealing only dealing with their parents who think about it, when you're a when you're a little kid, you wanna share you wanna you know, play something, you don't have to share with your parents. Your parents can be like, Oh, we'll take this toy. Right, and now they're dealing with having to share, having to interact with others, but they haven't done it for two years. And then that happens with adults too, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like, see that shit all the time. Like being being able to interact in a social social atmosphere before, and like you are, you need practice. I you see that shit all that. the time, bro. We were talking right now before we even started the podcast. You know, you walked into a little bit of a, a discussion between me and Kevin about the fuck's going on with staff. You right. know, like just things. You know, that's. It's a crazy time, you know, I get it, you know, and, and it's funny because I just recently realized that at our kids' school that there are support groups specifically designed for post-pandemic schooling. And there are, you know, and, and we kind of like poked them, well, what do they do? Oh, well, they help if for kids that need an extra boost or extra assistance, we have these. And I said, you know what? My second grader is going to need that. Mm -hmm. So how do we do it? Oh, yeah, we'll get them in there. We'll make sure. So. I'm very fortunate and, and, and grateful that these services and support groups exist, but that just goes on as like the people that they're bringing in, they're other fucking teachers, which you guys right. are already at your, at your, at the end of your rope as it relates to like time and patience. It's like, fuck man. Yeah. There was, I don't know if it was federal money or if it was state money. School's was, got money right now though, yeah, boy. Yeah. And, and they were used, it depends on how you use it. Right. Uh, some schools use, use it, it on grasshopper. grasshopper. Go or ahead. Use, or use it on technology, mm -hmm. right? So others used it for social services, mm. like pr putting a social worker at each site. I know Chula Vista Elementary had that. Like they have a social worker at each school. The importance of school child psychologists on campus is probably at an all time high. I know most schools have one. And if not, they share it with a, a, a neighboring school. Right. I want to sit down with Gus and his wife, Los Compitas, the BFFs, because I know his wife, he, uh, he, she works in that field. At our school, yeah. Okay, so I, I don't want to speak out of term on what she does exactly, but I'd like to like, you know, like you said, like get all the wifeys together and have a nice meal, ha have some whiskeys, and then just turn the mics on like we've done before. 
Just, We've had some fucking gems of episodes with dude, that, bro. Just, just talk to the wives about how all they're the ones that, because you know, like they're at the forefront. Yeah. Like, they're the ones handling all that stuff and seeing my wife go through all this. And, you know, she works. And like right now she's working. Like yeah. she's at home, she's working. And, and, and it's, it's been, one, it's been fun for her, I think, being able to pick up our kids, dropping them off, picking them up. That's like so awesome to, just to have that, right? Hell yeah. But then also having to work. You know what I mean? Like you pick up your kids and then they have to go, then they have to go, they want something or they need her for whatever reason, for whatever. And then still has to go to work. Oh. Caesar, fucking here. Caesar, bro. Caesar even, when, a, hey. even when he's not a featured guest on the podcast, this motherfucker makes his presence felt. Breathing down my neck. Well, Caesar and I hung out and- I was trying to don't steal his thunder. He's no, got no, an episode coming know, up right now. But don't fucking but steal his thunder, dog. I, I was on. I was trying to impress Caesar with my sales technique. No. I, don't, I don't think I did. I'm gonna make sure I address that in this but, on the episode with Caesar. <laughs> but I got a couple of people to to buy some stuff. So yeah, it was fun. Ten weeks back to school. Yep. What has been the highlight for you? Being having the kids back on campus. Love it, dude. I love the energy of these kids. I love the fact that are they happy are, to see you? Maybe not. Are they happy to be in school? Yes. Yes? Yes and no. Has it worn off? Has the nostalgia of missing school for so long and having to be back in class, has that worn off? Uh, possibly. Mm. Because I have, I'm, I'm very high expectations. I'm very driven and I want the kids to be driven too. Are the kids wearing masks? Yes. For me, masks have not been an issue. I know I've heard other sites, they have issues with kids not wanting to wear their masks, particularly like older kids, you know what I mean? Okay. They're in that mentality of like, well, I want to question everything. I'm not, I'm a high schooler. I'm too cool for wear a mask. They wear it under their nose or whatever. For me, has not been a problem at all. How about for the facility, the the the, the teachers, the faculty? No. Everyone, no anti-vaxxers, no. everyone's playing I by mean, the rules? Hey, it's not mandated for us. Uh -huh. So if you choose not to be vaccinated, uh -huh. you have to be, you need to have like a test every week. I know in seventh grade, there was a lot of like, that's where I cut my teeth and, and, and talking shit to people. There was a lot of your mama jokes, this, your mama has the joke of your mama's not vaccinated. Has that become an issue? No. Are people clowning each other for that? Are kids, kids are astute to these kinds they of are. things. But no, uh, not at that aspect, I don't think. Okay, not go ahead. But go ahead. I think you, you bring something very, very important. Seventh grade, mm. remember the vaccines is for 12 and up. Remind me what a seventh grader is. Seventh grade, 11, 12, probably 13 years okay. old. So I have seven, the seventh grader teachers are in, I mean, they could be a little bit more uh, in danger, I guess you can say, because mm, susceptible. We, we have 11, 11 year olds who are not vaccinated at all. So we, we have a mixture of kids who are vaccinated and who are not. So the way we teach really changes, right? I have friends who are choosing not to engage their kids by walking around the room because, hey, I wanna, I wanna make sure that I am safe. So they're staying in the front of the room. I have other teachers like myself that I walk around the room all the time because that's how you figure out if kids are understanding things, right? You have to ask them if they understand and then see their work that they're doing for you to see that they're get, getting grasping a concept, right? If you turn in an assignment and you don't check it as they are doing it, then you're gonna figure out that they don't get it when you check their assignment. And that's not what you want as a teacher. You wanna catch it before they turn it in, hmm. right? So when the, those teachers that you had in high school or in middle school who just do this work, I'm gonna go chill and read the newspaper. 
with some shitty ass teachers. Yeah. Like they are not checking. They're not helping you throughout the whole process. Yeah. They're helping you at the end. Yeah. You let me down guys. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Carrier. Oh. No, see, he was good. He got no, down. Okay. I'd yeah. be English. What's oh. up, Don? Oh. What's up, Don? So that. So in a way it's like, we are kind of handcuffed. We have to make choices as teachers. Like if you feel like, hey, I have a compromised immune system. I have somebody in my family who is, I need to make sure that they're safe. If if I'm not doing this part of my my teaching, am I letting down my kids or am I protecting my family? You know Scale what I mean? of one to 10, how safe do you feel teaching kids? I feel safe. I do. I wear a mask every I day. I said one to 10, profit. Oh, 10. Nice. I do. All right, I cool. do because I- I feel like I'm very safe. I'm I'm all about wearing my mask. I wear it all the time. I wear it to, to T-ball practice. I mean, I wear it all the time. Like I, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. As others who maybe don't have to wear it when they're at home or they're out, for them, it's an inconvenience. Mm. But I wear it every day. So it doesn't bother me at all. But I do have to measure how close I get to like the kids and talk to them. Right? I need to make sure <clears throat> I I I had to move my room in a way where I can teach from three different places where the kids are not around me within three feet. But that's just what I had to do. And, it's, mm-hmm. and it still works. It still works. I'm getting a lot of, I'm getting a lot of awesome stuff from my kids. Take me through the seventh grade lunchtime experience. Oh, that's crazy. Is it? What, yes. what happens? Well, do they still like, have fiesta sticks? What are those? Charlie, take, take your ass back to South what are, Sweetwater tell me, High School. Well, no, tell me, go, tell go me. ahead. Fiesta no, sticks, bro. They were like a big breakfast thing that we had at Bonita High School. It was like a like a like a breakfast chimichanga because it was deep fried, bro. It was a fiesta stick. I don't know exactly how to explain this. To you. <laughs> pretty racist, bro. <laughs> pretty racist. What was a, a fiesta? Hey, stick. you know what? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it was good as shit, though. <laughs> you can eat this and hit a piñata with it. Boom, uh, que pues. Um, so the way we every site runs their lunchtime different. We have block schedule to two hours per period. We have three periods a day from Monday to Thursday, but then we also have two separate lunches, one for seventh grade and one for eighth grade. So they're not intermingling seventh and eighth graders. Um, and it's half an hour. And then once eighth graders are at lunch, our seventh graders go to like their homeroom or their advisory. But on Fridays, it's all out. It's, it's mayhem. It's all six periods. It's a minimum day. But homie, we have 1,600 students. That's when COVID like is hibernating. Yeah. No sale. COVID le, le saca los pinches 12 yeah. year olds. And, and, <laughs> and then, you know, they say once you're outside, masks are optional. Mm. Right, so these kids could be intermingling with each other and potentially getting sick. Is I mean, there like a hall monitor or a lunch lady or somebody that is out there, like, oh, just yeah. whipping the the yardstick on kids, like, pongas su mascara, put your mask on. Jeff Rap, that's his that's his gig. That's, that's part of his gig. Senor Rap, he's out there. A whole bunch of teachers. Substitute are out there. the substitute profe. Yeah, he's the out rap. there. Rap, I miss there. him. Oh, do you? No. He's out there. He's out there along with other teachers and that that that's their thing. They go out there and there's help supervised along with our with our AP. Has there been that one student that pushes the boundary? Oh yeah, I can, yeah. I can, I can tell Don't don't don't, don't say don't don't say don't say don't say his name. Always wearing What are the ramifications of this kid if he does not adhere to things? Okay. He probably can stay home. Yeah. Could kids get potentially expelled for not following the uh COVID probably, protocols. Probably not. Ex- we're going away from like expelling kids for like something that's like minor, minor. You know what I mean? We're going into like a, a more of a less suspension, <laughs> less suspension, more like restorative practice where kids have to like talk to other kids about what they did wrong and figure it out and talk about it. Profi, you said a lot today. I did. I appreciate You're it. You're cutting me off, aren't you? 
No, I'm just oh, saying that I'm, oh, I'm happy oh, you haven't okay. had to pee. I was actually going to say that I'm. Uh, you've Are said you? a lot today before you peed. I haven't peed yet. You, you peed before, bro. I know. Caesar, this fucking guy in his last time he showed up, we didn't even release it because he peed like five fucking times and I had to chop it up. And I was like, bro, I, I lost the episode. <laughs> so that, before, if you ever get the I lost the episode speech from me, it's like, yeah, but you'll dig, bro. Shit, man. I like this one. This is an informative one. All right. This is good. This is, this is your time to shine. What else you got on your mind, bro? Get it off your chest before you go to Hawaii and, and you can't swim. Jesus. What if I get... What if, no, never mind. Are um, you afraid of co- contracting the, the Rona on vacation? No. No? No. I'm okay. I feel pretty confident about science. Have you had to, <laughs> yeah, right. Have you had to talk to parents who aren't vaccinated? No. Everybody seems to be on board? I don't know. Like, nobody shares that. Like, I think once, this this is what what's a, maybe not as known about school. Once you get to elementary school, uh, middle school, the- Parents are kind of like ease off, you know, like they're not about, it's hard for parents to kind of keep track of all the students, all the student teachers, expectations and stuff. Right. And I think the biggest dilemma we hear or we see is parents kind of say, all right, you're old enough. Take care of it yourself. Handle it. When it's not the case, like that's when you should be more like, Hey, show me what you're learning every day. Tell me, talk me about your day because they're in that weird balance of I'm being influenced by other kids and I don't know. I question everything. I push boundaries. And this could be like the beginning of like a bad path. You know what I mean? I feel you. So I, as a parent, something that I, I recommend to everybody is always ask your kids what they're learning, right? Even if they tell you, oh, I don't know. It's the same thing. Migo que aprendices. Uh, nothing. My like, <laughs> or, or, or maybe it's something about wording it differently. Like I'll tell them like, what was a high, what was like something? Well, that's what wifey hits yeah. him with. Wifey hits him with Ooh, that. See, it's, it's like, a, it's a, hey, Jackson. What was your favorite part of the day today? Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that's a hard part. But uh, I think as long as you keep that as a routine. Yeah, for sure. Talk about routine. Yeah. Like seventh, eighth grade, it won't be like- They're oh, creatures of habit, yeah. bro. Yeah, you're, you're questioning me what I did. No, like I'm asking you what you did today. Because I'm interested. Yeah, I'm interested. Maybe you had more fun than I did today. Yeah. And you were at school. For sure. You and know, then, and I was drinking beer all day, you then, know? And then sharing with them too, what was the highlight of your day? Mm-hmm. Like, what did you do today, dad? What did you do today, mom? What was the highlight of your day? What was something, you know? We paid the bills so you can stay here a little bit longer there with you us. Go. Now go get a job. Boom. Go get vaccinated. Oh, I know. Wifey sent me a, uh, again, through DM this morning now. Uh, it's usually when she wakes up and I'm still at UPS, she'll send it to me like fucking, it'll be a string of them. But the one that stood out is that Pfizer came through with a, uh, we're on the brink of having a vaccine for children ages five I through 11. That. I haven't read it yet. Without reading it, or maybe you already read it. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings Dude, on that? Sign up my kids right now. Yeah. Like for real, like. Without doing any study or research on it, you're well, just going to jump in. Well, I mean, not right now because it, it hasn't been peer-reviewed. It's only been like their own studies. It has to be checked by everybody else, right? But here's here's my dilemma or my issue that I have with people who are, I don't want to say anti-vax because, you know, it's okay to question things. And yeah. I think that's the biggest thing we've seen, right? Yeah. Question things, what's, question things. But this vaccine is not about you. Mm. Like, it's not about you. When I see people say, well, the vaccine is supposed to protect you. Yeah, but think about all the other things that happen, right? If you and I get sick, it's not going to hurt us, but it's not about that. It's about how this disease is going to mutate within us and become stronger. <laughs> good luck explaining that well, to people. But, but I know, I know, but <laughs> good fucking luck. When, when we talk about when we talk about a, a an American culture that talks that is focused on pu- 
pull yourself up from your bootstraps. Mm. Not everybody has bootstraps. Not everybody has boots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people don't have feet. How do you expect, you know, how do you, I mean, metaphorically speaking, right, I mean, sure. literally some people motherfucking don't have feet, right, so you can't right, tell right. them that. But metaphorically speaking, bootstraps represent a lot of different things. Exactly. And those bootstraps are attached to boots. And some motherfuckers are born not having any boots. And that's very individualistic. Yeah. You know, like, it's always great to look out for yourself first. It's, it's I mean, that's what you have to, right? Look out for your kids, look out for your, your wife, your 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 significant other, whatever. But at the same time, you can't save others unless you save yourself first. What do right. they tell you? You're going to be going on a long flight. And I want you to remember me when they tell this, bro, when they get that oxygen mask beach, it says, put it be on like, yourself. put it on first. Cause you're useless. If you right. can't save yourself, you got to right. make sure you're handling yourself before you handle anyone else and, around you. And I think this is like a perfect metaphor for what we're doing with the foundation. Yeah, that's three metaphors in a row. Ooh, Go ahead. Yeah, Fuck it. Good. The trifecta. Go for it. He's heating up. Uh, and because that's what we're doing. We feel like we've reached, we've gotten this golden ticket with Wonka. You have, to, you have to watch it. And Bitch. it's like four right now. Um, we want to help others out. We want to make sure that other people reach success what we think success is or a sort of success. And we bring others with us. Mm -hmm. It's not just like, oh, I'm successful. Why don't you do it? People are reluctant sometimes. Right. People are very reluctant. Now more than ever, I feel people are very reluctant and they have their lines drawn in the sand and it's very difficult for them to see past that. Right. But okay. but a, a, a community, when we talk about investing in our community, mm -hmm. a better community helps us all. It's not about you being successful, Steve, and then maybe it's somebody else not, right? It's about if you reach success, I'm going to show somebody else how to reach that success because success for you is also success for me. It, yeah. helps, it helps our community. And it bums me out that not everybody sees things that right. way. And, and that's the same thing with the vaccine though, bro. Like you get a vaccine. It's not just for you. It's for the whole community. It's for the community as, as a whole. Can you believe that I get sent so many DMs through the Emo Brown about people sending me the articles and this, how can you support vaccination? How can you? And I told you, I didn't expect all this. You know, like I'm not a big advocate to get vaccinated. I'm a big advocate of this. Right. Listen to this right here, what I'm going to tell you. Do what's best for you and your family. That's it. If it works for you and your family. Right. Gauge, that's the litmus test. Mm -hmm. All right. Do you value your family's health? Do you value yourselves health? Do what's best for you and for your family and fuck everything else. Yeah. On that same token, don't come preaching to me. I'll never preach to you. You know, like I'm not going around, hey, make sure you get vaccinated. Hey, make sure you get vaccinated. Like for me, it's like, you know what? I did my due diligence. Right. I know the ramifications if I do. I know the ramifications if I don't. Right. Oh, in five years, I can, da, da, da. yeah, bitch. But in two months, you might not have to worry about five years because right. you ain't going to make it to those five years. Right, right, right. So for me, it's like, I know what's good for my family. So I'm going to dot that I and I'm going to cross that T. Right. You know what's good for your family and you're going to do the same. Someone's going to be right. Someone potentially could be wrong. Right. It's up to everybody. You know, like, and that's why it's like, it's like religion, bro. I, I get it. Yeah. You believe in this. Don't, don't stop. Right. Don't give me pamphlets. Don't fucking force it down my throat. Don't knock on my fucking door. Like I get it. Right. You, you believe in what you believe in, but that doesn't give you the, the, the reason or the right to cruise through and try to sell me. I'm not here to sell anybody, bro. I'm here to take care of my family and that's it. Well, I know that starting tomorrow, mm. I'll be on the beach. Go ahead. Having some spam masubi. I don't know what that is. Oh, oh spam. Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. Or some Pokeballs. Mm -hmm. And I'll be Maui. Wowie. I will be enjoying. Oh, and some some good uh tiki drinks. Go ahead. And I'll be just chilling. Nice. Wearing my uh all my thong? Gear. Huh? Goofy goofy thong? Goofy thong? Yeah. You calling me goofy? No, the goofy thong. Oh, the goofy banana thong. hack. Sack. Frack. <laughs> hammock. <laughs> banana hammock, yeah. Just going out there. Yeah. I'm, I know I'm, I'm gonna have I love that you're so anti-controversial. <laughs> 
I went out here and I dropped something. You're like, all I know is tomorrow I'm going to be wearing sandals and floaties, not swimming. Floaties for sure. I'm See, not going to swim. Do you wear floaties? I'm going to have to. Uh, Amazing time today I'll with text, you. I'll text you guys. It was, it, see, see how easy it is to do a fucking podcast? You don't have to be a weenie, bro. You're so scared to come on here. It's because I'm off today. Yeah? Yeah. All right. You going to smoke with me before you leave? No. Why not? Grasshopper, fool. I have to. Okay. For the, um, for the sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, the highly educated Christian Moreno, alias El Profe. 